If you're an occupational therapist looking to develop your skills in hand therapy, this podcast is for you. Your host, Huang Tron, occupational therapist and certified hand therapist turned serial entrepreneur with her own therapy clinic in Miami. Huang is an author and successful coach helping occupational therapists get jobs, develop their skills, and become certified hand therapists so they can become experts in their area. Huang works with occupational therapists from across the United States and around the world. She talks about everything from hand therapy skills, career development, leadership skills, money mindset, and business. You too can become an expert certified hand therapist, business owner, and have more choices in your career. Subscribe now. It's Huang here. Just wanted to come on today and do a quick live. We're going to talk today about the five mindset shifts that need to happen uh, for you to know it's worth becoming a CHC. So I wanted to come on really impromptu today. It's Saturday. Just happened to be at the office doing a couple of calls, taking care of a couple of things. And I wanted to come on live um, just to talk to you about what kind of mindset shifts need to happen in order for you to become a certified hand therapist to see if, it, if it's worth becoming a certified hand therapist. I've had talks with people, whether they're starting out new and they're, they're debating whether it's worth it or not. Right. And it's because it's freaking hard at the beginning. You know, it's hard trying to get that job, trying to get those hours, trying to develop your skills. You know, you're going to develop, you're, you're going to go through those challenges and we all do. We all do to a certain extent as new grads coming out, no skills. We've been in school for so long. We've been taught a certain way that that doesn't necessarily help us anymore. The things that I would say this, the thing that helps you isn't always the things that keep helping you. So the thing that helps you at one point sometimes is the thing that hurts you later. So these are some mindset shifts. If you are, you know, like, if you want to become a CHC, but you're just not really sure, if you have taken the exam and you have failed, this conversation may be really important for you. Because if you took the exam at some point, it's because you wanted to become a certified hand therapist. And I truly believe that when you take it and you fail, like, man, that fucking stings, you know, man, that hurts. But you took it for a reason. And I always... Uh, feel and this is again my experience you can tell me if I'm right or wrong you can leave me a comment you can slide into my dms you can slide into my mailbox and let me know if I'm right or wrong right but when I speak to therapists who've taken the exam and have failed there's always this idea or this yearning like that I want to take it again I wish I had taken again sooner um I wish I didn't just like let it go I wish I had pursued it um, and because there's a certain amount of time and sacrifice that you take to, to have studied for it, to have put the effort to take the exam and it just hurts to have failed something. So really, honestly, if, if you are, you know, an occupational therapist or a physical therapist and you want to get into hand therapy, this conversation is for you, right? My name is Huang. I'm an occupational therapist and certified hand therapist. We're here in my clinic um, in Miami, Florida, where the weather is so beautiful, but I'm here. Um, I'll be out there soon. But I help occupational therapists and physical therapists 
uh, prepare and pass you know this to become a CHT and one thing I often say is you have to become the CHT in order to, you have to be the CHT in order to become the CHT so there's certain things that you want to be able to do you want to be able to critically critically think through problem solve and make decisions not just for your patients not just to help the people that are coming to you with different hand and arm injuries, um, but also when you develop that type of thinking and that type of decision making, it's the thing that also helps you to pass the exam. Um, yes, I was just talking to someone today and it's, what did he say? I wrote it down. He was like, it's one thing, it's one thing to, you know, study to pass the exam and there's another thing to have the skills to be a great hand therapist. And I don't think they have to be separate things. I think that they can be together things. Like one thing leads to another. If you um, you study in a certain way, it will help you be such a great therapist. You know, be helpful to help you develop these skills. And because you develop these skills and get such great success for your patients, it then uh, solidifies and validates what you're doing in terms of studying and in terms of being that critical thinker, problem solver, and decision maker, how do we think through a problem? If someone comes to us and it's like, we have this type of problem, I think you need to know as an expert, as a certified hand therapist, as a soon-to-be certified hand therapist, you need to be able to look at something and say, okay, I know how to take care of this particular type of problem. And this is what needs to happen next. And this is why, right? When patients ask you questions, don't they ask the why behind it? They do. They ask a lot behind it. So today I just wanted to go over really quickly, you know, the five shifts that that you want to mentally uh, take have happened for you to let you know it's worth becoming a certified hand therapist. Um, so let me know if you agree. If you're watching this now, you know, you can wave, you can leave comments, you can ask questions. Uh, and if you're watching this on replay, I'd love to hear still your comments. You can type them in, type them into the chat. And you can also, you know, send me a message if you I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook, I'm on YouTube. Um, so here's one of them. If you could work in any setting as an occupational therapist, which one would you pick? All right. Which one would you pick? So when you think about whether it's worth becoming a CHT or not, think about what setting do you want to work in? Which one would you pick? Hey there. Um, yeah, so so yeah, which one would you pick, right? So for me, I did lots of different settings. Um, not by choice necessary. Oh, from Costa Rica. Hello, Costa Rica. One day I'm gonna come visit you and uh, you know, have a drink at the beach, climb, you know, go into the forest. Like it's been my dream to go to Costa Rica one day. I want to make it a business trip. <laughs> I make everything a business trip. Like, uh, so one day, one day I'm going to just travel all over the place and just have drinks with all these uh, OTs and PTs from all over the world. It's my dream. Uh, I We can make it happen, right? We can make it happen. So, so yeah, think about it. Think about um, if you can work in a setting as an occupational therapist, which one would you pick? So sometimes we can pick being a certified hand therapist because we want to work in an outpatient setting. We want to work with a very particular type of um, 
types of patients. We want to work with hand patients. We want to work with post-surgical patients. We want to make splints. I mean, that's um, that's where you know I kind of thought of right in terms of where do I want like longevity, not just right now, but like how do I like where do I want to work in the long run, right? So I had to pay my dues. Everyone's got to pay their dues to a certain extent, right? I value the fact that I worked in a skilled nursing facility. I value that I worked in a hospital in, in acute care for a long time. Like those things helped build so many of my skill sets. But you know what? Guess what? Those people there in those other settings, they had two, they have two hands and two arms. And so I really got to, like I say, sharpen my skills with those types of cases and people help me build my confidence, helps me build my critical thinking, helps me build uh, my communication skills, like all of those things, right? So that's number one. Um, and if you say yes to outpatient, you say yes to hands, and it might be worth it for you to pursue, you know, becoming a certified hand therapist, right? Said differently, using a process of elimination, what don't you want to do forever? What don't you want to do forever? So using process of elimination, some people pick hand therapy because they're like, I don't want to do acute care forever. I don't want to do skilled nursing forever. I don't want to be schlepping from house to house to house forever. You know, um, and through process of elimination, they kind of end up in hand therapy. <laughs> And that's okay. However, it's because you pick it proactively or if you pick it from being um, like a process of elimination, it's so possible for you to think it is possible for me to be um, a certified hand therapist. For I talk to a lot of people who uh, work in rural areas where you have to be kind of good at a lot of different things. And I always say if, if you're working with people in their homes, right, an older geriatric population think about what is coming think about what's coming more and more people are getting older right they're gonna need our help as occupational therapists you could do hand therapy upper extremity therapy in their home right you still need to know what to do you still need to know how to help them this is you know this is where i'm going so you know whether it be in a in a rural setting, whether it be in outpatient or you want to uh, be able to work in outpatient and in, in um, going to people's home, that's great too. You just have so many more choices, right? I often talk about choices. I went out um, on my own in my own business because I wanted certain freedoms. I, you know, I wanted certain freedoms, but really at the end of the day, it's freedom of choice. I became a certified hand therapist because I wanted more choices in my career. I wanted to be able to pick and choose where I wanted to go, what I wanted to do, the kind of cases that I wanted to be able to treat and how I wanted to treat people. So, um, you know, those are the shifts that you have to, you know, uh, be more intentional and proactive about. So when we're in school, sorry, I had to fix my hair with something that's going on. <laughs> when we're in school, we're being told what to do. You take these three classes, you take these four classes, they tell you which internships probably you, you 
you um, are allowed to take. I mean, they sort of tell you it's like you have a choice, but not really, right? So all along the way, think about your whole college career and all of the schooling that led to it. You've always been told what to do. Now you're a full-blown freaking adult. You get to pick and you get to make your choices, right? So um, you can either pick through that or pick through elimination. The third mindset shift that needs to happen to um, for you to know if it's worth being a CHE is the idea of failing and failing fast. It's the idea of failing and failing fast. I think that we're taught, um, myself included, myself more than included, this is something I have to often remind myself is the faster you fail at something, the faster you will become successful, right? We're taught to fear failure, and it's through that fear of failure that really holds us back. So we're the only ones that hold us back from the thing that we want to accomplish. So again, if you are an occupational therapist or a physical therapist, if you have taken the CHT boards before and you have failed, it is possible for you to take it again and be successful. The key thing is the faster you fail at something, the faster you can be successful. So often my recommendation when people are like, oh, I failed, what do I do now? Well, didn't you just study? What needs to happen for you to study again, but analyze the data, analyze the information of how you studied your score and all those things like that to come up with how you would make improvements so that you can do the actual thing that you need to do to pass, right? Um, it is not buy more books. It is not study everything harder because sometimes it's not because you didn't do the thing you needed to do. It just might be minor tweaks that you need to make in order to, you know, make that shift happen, right? And sometimes you can't see it within yourself. And that's where it might be worth it to join a program, to join a mentorship program where someone else, those outside eyes can look. There's an analogy where if you're, if you're inside the jar, you cannot see the outside label, right? If you're inside the jar, you cannot see the outside label. It's like, you know, you you cannot sometimes see because you're so it, you yourself cannot see because you're so close to it and sometimes it's worth having outside eyes take a look and give you some direction and that's the whole point of the hand therapy mentorship program it really isn't just it is about so much of learning the topics let's go through all of the topics that we need to cover but also to give guidance support and focus so that you know exactly where you need to um to put your energy and put your efforts right brain person not left alone to rest um yeah i have no idea so uh, but that's what i'm saying like you the faster you fail at something the faster you can be successful when you are able to look for that outside help someone else can take a look and give you some ideas and successes as well. Think about how your patients come to you, 
right? Think about your patients coming to you. Not only do you have an extra set of eyeballs to like help evaluate them, look for things that they them cannot, they themselves cannot see, um, but then also you have an extra set of hands that will help them be able to do the things that they're not able to do at home, right? So that's the power of um, joining a program or anything like that, that can help you, um, achieve your success faster. So the third mindset shift is really the idea of being willing to fail and being willing to fail fast so that you can be more successful. Um, the fourth mindset shift is really to understand your purpose, your purpose. What is your purpose? And the question here really is what do you want? What do you want? Knowing what you want, no matter what, can give you the actual purpose. I, when I first came out of school, I always knew I wanted to get into hand therapy. I went into occupational therapy school knowing that I wanted to do hands. When I first initiated, initially started going into OT, I thought I wanted to work in kids. Then I started working in kids. I was like, that's not my skill set. <laughs> that's not my passion. Right. And I discovered hand therapy. And then I was like, that's my passion. What needs to happen for me to be able to do it? And everything that I did after that was all geared towards, um, you know, building that passion. And sometimes you have to have, and I didn't like have this passion, like nonstop, like, please, I suffered just like everyone else suffered doubt. Um, not getting the job, not getting the opportunities, not, you know, thinking like, oh, oh God, I don't really need to be a CHC, but it kind of kept coming at me, kept coming at me. And so it was something that I knew I wanted. And, you know, occupational therapy is a very female dominated um, area. And as females, I think that we're taught along our lives that, we somehow need permission to do certain things, right? We need permission to do certain things. Well, and we need a reason for why we want to do what we want to do or justification for why. It's something I've observed. It's something I've observed. When, when a man says they want something, they just say, I want this. When a woman says that they want something, they're like, I want this. And they start listing the reasons of why they want what they want. And you don't need that. Um, you need to just say, I want what I want because I want what I want, right? And don't justify it. Don't give it a reason. Don't need permission from anyone. And that's work. That's work to do. That's, a, that's like inner work. Um, and uh, just to give, you know, I say don't need permission. You don't need permission, but let me show by example, <laughs> that you don't need permission and that you can do whatever you want to do and to take your turn. If you want to become a certified hand therapist, you take your turn because nobody's going to give it to you. Nobody's going to give it to you and say, oh, I will, you know, nobody can study for you. Nobody can take the test for you. Nobody can do the hours for you, like seek the job for you. So, yeah, some people get it because um, jobs land in their lap. That might happen every once in a while, but for the most part, there has to be a certain amount of effort somewhere. And for majority of the people, you know, I, everything falls on a bell curve. You got 
you know, very small percentage that, oh, it's being handed to them, you know, it falls onto their lap, like, oh, I just got it. But I don't even want to say that because there has to be a certain level of effort for them. But majority of us have to put a lot more work and a lot more effort into it. And so, you, you know, having that mindset shift of I want what I want and I have permission to do what I want, right? Uh, so take your turn. If you want to become a certified hand therapist, um, it will be worth it for you to become a certified hand therapist, right? You just have to take it. Um, the fifth one is really, it's kind of about money. Like, and I know nobody wants to talk about money, but I will be here to talk about money because everything that goes back to making it worth it, um, does come down to a certain amount of money, right? It does come down to a certain amount of money. Um, and it is going to be worth it in the long run and in the, like in the short run and in the long run, right? In the short term and in the long term. So in the short term, you want to be able to make some money back, right? In terms of making it worth it for you, making it worth it. So yeah, we want to be great hand therapists, but at the end of the day, when we become great hand therapists, don't we want to be rewarded for it, right? Doesn't that make us feel really good and, and not resentful for the fact that we're putting so much effort and developing our skills? And I would say you can take your skills and take it anywhere, right? And as long as you see it's worth, then um, you'll do what you need to do. But in the short run, you know, you can make more money as a certified hand therapist or even, you know, with the promise of studying to become one by negotiating your pay, getting more benefits, getting more hours, getting more hours are automatically give you, you know, more money, right? Being able to get a job, being able to get a job where you want, these are all short term um, goals that will make becoming a certified hand therapist worth it. In the long run, you can use your credentials to leverage positions. You can leverage positions where you want to work in certain spaces. Maybe you want to be in a hospital. Maybe you want to be a physician-owned. Maybe you want to strike it out on your own and be your own boss, right? You can do that too. And when you are a certified hand therapist, you can use that in terms of marketing yourself to get different types of cases. You can market yourself to get higher reimbursement rates, right? You can market yourself in, in a lot of different ways in which to get certain types of cases, right? So essentially, even though nobody wants to talk about money, we do have to talk about money and want to talk about it in a way that it's going to benefit you for the sacrifice, the short-term sacrifice of studying, short-term sacrifice of studying, of um of buying the books, um, enrolling into a program, all those things. And then how does it play out in the long run? This is once you take it, once you're a certified hand therapist, it's yours to keep forever. As long as you keep up your hours and your studying and all that good stuff, you never have to do it again. So everything you make after that is just bonus. It's just bonus, right? So those are essentially the five mindset shifts that needs to happen in order for you to know becoming a CHT is worth it. And I know if you 
have taken the exam before, to me, that tells me that you think it's worth it. And I encourage you, if you have failed before, reach out to me, find out more about the hand exam prep program and see how it can help you um, get through the, the studying and get to the exam faster so that you can see your success faster. Right. If you took it before, I know you, it's possible for you to study and study in a way that will help you be most successful. So I'm going to include in the link somewhere in these uh, live streams on replay where you can grab the details of the program. If you're on Instagram, just go to the link in the bio, grab the details of the hand exam prep program. We're currently open for enrollment right now. So if you get started right now, you'll have plenty of time to plan for that November exam. All right. So, um, so that's it. Those are the five mindset shifts. Uh, again, if you've, you've missed out, you can watch it on the replay. Again, my name is Huang. I'm an occupational therapist and a certified hand therapist. And I believe in, <laughs> you know, creating more choices for you. Um, in your career and one of those is to become a certified hand therapist so you can have more choices so those are the five mindset shifts and you make that determination for yourself if you think it's worth it and if you think it's worth it and you need some help in order to prepare for the hand therapy exam then let me know all right Grab the details of the program. We're enrolling right now. And, um, you know, I invite you to get on a discovery call with me to see if you're the right fit for what we have to offer. All right. Okay. Go enjoy the rest of your Saturday. I'm going to go shopping with my teenage daughter. Oh, my God. It is fun, though. All right. Have a great day, guys. Bye. Become the critical thinker, problem solver, and decision maker so that you can help any patient that comes your way and skyrocket your career in hand therapy.